you know you whatever you want But I can shine in armor Or the magic spell caster Long or die Hoping for 20 might get the one The clash of grits can turn the tide Of the battle The dungeon master has saved the tale for us Let's dance this journey Clash Crits. I am your host and Dungeon Master Psycho, and today we have the Traffic Society. <laughs> we have Chappie. We have a saying in Deedle D. It's that the love of my life will marry me, except for my dad married my fucking daughter. That's not my daughter. That's my fiance, Cletus Montgomery Claiborne. I like how he's like asking us like is like it, like we we know his I relationship. Need affirmation. What you mean? <laughs> it, it, not at me. Do you have a kid? God damn it, not at me. <laughs> Next we have is also Kuma. Journal entry. It seems like there's a lot of smooth players on the field now. Well, it's nice to meet you. But you better understand. I'm the fucking coach. Carmine Rosalino, aka Rosie the Butcher, the elder Eldridge Knight. Last but not least, we have Drop a Crit. How y'all got, how everybody out there doing? It's your boy Don Lewis, the newest, truest Raging Paladins of the group. And one of Don's facts today is just simple and sweet. What is Don's favorite rapper? Who is Don's favorite rapper? Chip Skylark. I like the answer, but no. Tell you. The guy does the pokey rap. Tooth Pock. Should've seen that coming. I almost said two chains as if it was braces. Two two, two chains, chains for braces. Make them gums clap. Standing ovation. Go ahead, DM. I don't want to go ahead. It's, you, it's MC Light. Um, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I quit. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that being said, are you guys ready for a little bit of a recap? Does yeah. The- Please. Recap it, Daddy. Cap it. Cap Tonight it. Tonight will be the night that you will recap this cap for me. Yes, cap it all. Cool. Put the cap back on, Papa. Ooh, shout out to Zodiac. <laughs> oh, brother. So. Me horny. Last session. Me so horny. The Traffic Society had dealt with the after effects of the battle. After encountering the manager of Luke Bryan turning out to be Cletus's father, James Slim Jim Claiborne with even a surprise to Darium who he was and how powerful he was and what he had done. He had taken Stella from your hands and claimed that he has that he's the actual dragon rider with the power and he showed it to you guys. He was able to push you guys all back. It was like anime style where like it's just too strong, too much. Only reason he got that because we didn't have a good long rest. If you gave us a good nice long rest, oh yeah, my HP ass. wasn't at two. 
It'd been that old fucker's ass. So, the team barely escaped um, the Coliseum as when James ordered Aerie to attack all of you. When you guys left the Coliseum, you then joined 3B and the rest of your companions as they brought in a box truck to come save you guys. Box truck gang. I love it. I love Ooh. it. <laughs> and there was 14 lazy boys. You all hopped in the box truck and drove far, far away from the Coliseum. You drove back to the other end of the city, which was right next to the Rusty Hangar, which is where you spent most of your time. Um, you guys spent a lot of time trying to figure everything out. Discussing with each other what had just happened. And during it all, Alistair had actually came by. Started asking some questions. You guys had questions for him. Then Damien, uh, Damien Greelich came by. Everyone started questioning each other. Things got kind of tense. We found out the whole sword order is super sus. Trash. And due to everything, Alistair told you guys to just wait for... Uh, waited out for a second for then Camilla could come and talk to you guys herself. All right. Um, it was obviously tense between you, uh, the both groups, but Alistair and Barrett left. Um, most of the party went to the rusty hangar and then Rosie decided to take a walk. Rosie then encountered, uh, Corlo Tea Tree or the ex Luke Bryan, as you know. Um, as he was in shambles of a person, kind of lost of what to do. And he smelled like shit. And he smelled like shit. Uh, he was berated by Rosie, rightfully so, and then continued on his way. While the team was resting, um, Cole decided to show up to you guys and then started groveling to 3B about... Him about his situation dealing with James and his relate with his relation to Curb and everything like that. All right, and I guess we're all caught up because, right? Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Good cap, cap. So, <laughs> back at the rusty hangar, Corlo or Luke Bryan has his on his knees, his head down, groveling to three B apologizing, saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He explained how he tried using holding Smells Like Gnome Spirit as leverage to try to get Kerb back into his team because he didn't want him to leave. Which is odd because Kerb always says that they that they had, that they agreed to go separate ways as well. That's a different thing. Yeah, so he's, right now he's like sobbing, like breaking down, crying in front of, in front of everybody, like... <laughs> He is incoherent at the moment. Um, yeah. What do you think, 3B? Ada? You see them, the four of them are, like, watching this man. Bobby speaks up and says, I thought you guys split up because you guys wanted to go separate ways. Corlo sits up as you see that he's like smearing the tears from his face. He's like, nope, that one. James didn't like the music. So he didn't want to stay. He just wanted us to do a one and done thing. That's what he's always did. I, I begged Curb to stay, but the real reason that Curb left is because 
he didn't feel the same about me the way I felt about him. <sighs> Whoa. And I understood. Because, you know, he said that there was someone. I kind of glanced, glanced at Ida. Like, Shit, I'm fucking staring <laughs> a hole through Ida right now. Curb got me. He was there when we were playing music together. It was beautiful. It was great. It was free. And James was always scary and Curb was kind of like my... I always felt safe. And then when the splitting was happening and everything, I kind of poured my soul to curb and then he turned he turned away I thought that if I held smells like gnome spirit I can he would come back to me I didn't know it was gonna be like this and then when he when James did what he did I I was going to throw it all on the table I was gonna start let every I was gonna tell everybody but that man is powerful. That man is scary. I've seen him do things that I didn't even know were possible. So I pretty much became his puppet then. Found out that my contract was worth a damn, that I didn't even own anything. So I clung to being Luke Bryan, the number one performer. Terrible choice. Because fucking James. I was someone when I was him. I had the people. I didn't feel alone anymore. But it's no excuse. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Did you fuck Curb? No. Okay. <laughs> I needed to know. Why would that matter to you? Because I, I didn't know if it was like they maybe he just loved him from like afar and like didn't have like a relationship in that way. Uh, it's just for me and probably all the people that are listening. Now we all just needed to know. Ida, 3B, this is more this is your chance to get some type of Justice. Yeah, justice. What do you Oh, and then Ida goes off hurting him's not gonna get bring justice. I'm not talking about like hurting hurting him, like do you like why are you just here to come say I'm sorry? Like why are you here? I, I came to apologize. I don't I don't I don't have anything anymore. I don't have anything. I don't have anyone. I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to. Are you still under contract? I think, but I don't think he's even here anymore. I think the big reveal because something at work, something activated, I don't know. I see. <clears throat> he looked even scarier than he usually did. Whatever y'all stirred up in him, I think things are going to get even worse. You're damn skippy, because as soon as I see that motherfucker, I'm going to slam him. I didn't know I was stealing music as well. I'm sorry. I never w would have done anything like that if I knew it was taking somebody else's. Well, I can't really like be mad at you no more. Because one, you're not Luke Bryan. Too. You just sound like a dumb kid. Kind of just got screwed out of everything. 
So it was the whole like him being Luke Bryan and Bryan part that was like really pissing you off. Oh yeah. Like like <clears throat> me and Stella we're in an open relationship, right? Okay. And like we each have like people that we cannot have open relations with. Okay. And the only person that she can't have open relations with is Luke Bryan. So when I found out that she was getting married to him, it fucking my head was gonna explode. What is your beef with this guy? Have you, he's fucking dog shit. <laughs> Go listen to his music and try not to throw up. Um, Ida starts saying like, "Are you willing to help testify about what happened with Curb? If we can create that platform." Um, as you see, uh, Corlo shake his head yes. It's not like he has anything, anyways, to lose anymore. So then Ida uh, gets up, starts walking towards um, the groveling Corlo, as she says, You will testify. We will make sure that Curb name is not besmirched, not smeared. And you will spend your days atoning. As you see Corlo like shaking his head. Like, with desperation and, like, I'll do whatever you want me to do. As then, Rosie, you would be walking in. And you see Carlo on his hands and knees, like, bowing his head to Ida, shaking his head yes. The fuck just happened? Um, he came in here crying and stuff and apologized for all the... I mean, I know he was going to do that. I, I seen him out there. I assumed you guys were going to kick his ass. I mean, we started to, like, think about it, but, like, we kind of let him, like, get his words out. And then, like, 3B really kind of deserved this one. So you guys are going to kick his ass now? I don't know. It's up to them. You see um, Bobby, Bibby, and Bobby look at each other, and they're like, no, there's no reason to. No reason? It's, it's it's quite disgusting, like the amount of groveling that's going on now. It, you know, it's kicking his ass isn't going to change anything. Yeah, you're right. Today's a fucking big loss, regardless. Yeah. Uh, hey, Leo, can I, I give me it. a whiskey? Sure. Can you get me three? Mm-hmm. And Bobby's not talking to me. I still, I just want that chamomile tea. <laughs> No, in a shot, in a shot of whiskey in it. Um, Carlo leaves. So, anybody know what happened to the guy that owns this joint? Like, is he not coming back? I mean, look what the sword order did to the city. I assume that he wants to protect himself best way he can, and he can't do that here because they don't care about civilians at all. So, does that mean we have squatters' rights? Uh. I mean, maybe for today. Seeing as, yeah, seeing as he was somewhat of a friend and there's nobody here to actually stop us, I say we can rest. You know, if he comes back and he doesn't want us here, we can respect it. All right. Yeah, because we still got, we're, we're just going to hang out and kind of chill and wait but, for Barrett. I mean, if you think about it after everything that happened, that guy's probably moving on to the next city. This isn't a safe home for him anymore. Maybe. See what kind of insurance he has. Can I plug up my phone behind the bar again? Sure, roll me a look check. Seven. As you plug your phone, 
um, it does that thing where it immediately shuts your phone off. What was the last percentage of my phone? Your, your phone was at like 50%, but this shut it off almost like it fried it. It looked like it felt like it fried it for a second. It looks like it fried it. I want to quickly unplug it and try, mm, and try to turn it back on. It doesn't turn on in the moment. Damn it. <sighs> I need rice. Anybody got rice? Rice? Yeah, I need my phone and rice. Go look in the kitchen. Is there any rice in the kitchen? Sure, but uh, rice is, that's when it's water damage. I understand. Don, Don, <laughs> okay. Don still uh, uh, put uh, in uh, all right. So Don go. don't work at Best Buy. <laughs> he ain't Geek Squad. <laughs> so you go find some rice and you just shove your phone in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys can have more conversation if you want, but if you guys want to just long rest, um, I would just pull out my phone and, uh, I'm going to call my nephew. Um, at least try as you dial to call your nephew at the moment, Mm -hmm. you call, you call, you call, you ring, 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 and no answer. Okay. So I flip my phone back closed and put it in my pocket. I take the rest of the bottle. And start walking up the steps. Okay. I pull out my Blackberry and just, like, see what my percentage is at. Uh, roll me a luck check for that. Nat 20. Um, surprisingly, it's at the same percentage as it was when you took the picture a long time ago at the... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. For whatever reason, this thing has not lost any uh, percent. So, we'll say it's at, like, 70 Hell yeah. Fucking, I love Blackberries, man. <laughs> you guys got them shitty iPhones and Androids. Androids. Is everybody is everybody going to sleep? I got a Nokia Flip, so. <laughs> it's all about that juice. I don't have no Androids or iPhones. Android. That's how they track you. iPhone, Android. All right, so you guys long rest. Yay. It's now the next morning, probably like late morning, uh, afternoon-ish. By the time you guys wake up. Like 10.30. We don't get up till like 11.45. Probably more like 11 o'clock. I'll say like 11. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <sighs> as you all start waking up, um, the front door of the rusty hangar opens. As you see, it is uh, Camilla. Walking in. See, it's Camilla walking in with Alistair, Blake, and Damien. Who's Blake? Barrett. Thank you. Alistair, Barrett, and Damien all walking behind her. As they shut the door. We start stumbling downstairs. Mm -hmm. And they're all just sitting down. Gentlemen. Morning. Glad Man. to see you are perfectly well. Please sit down so we can discuss. Sure. I thought like I got hit by a truck. You got hit, hit by a dragon. It's a little bit bigger than a truck. God damn it, Ari. God damn it. Why are you? Hey, Rosie! I'm coming, I'm coming. One stair at a time. Don't get too excited. I guess it's time for this uh, meeting Alistair was talking about. Yep, they're all here. So I take a seat. Did it look like they rested? Um, yeah, I mean, they look cleaned up. Okay. Um, well, 
I would like to give my appreciation to you all because of you, we were able to successfully take the town as we discussed. Yep, sure did. Though it didn't happen quite how we wanted it to, called audible, things change, things have to happen. But I was talking to Alistair and he was explaining to me your guys' previous conversation. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to have a friendship trust with each other. Okay. But we, I want to make sure that we believe each other on what's going on. All right. Now, Cletus. Yep. I think it's fair to say we have reason to be skeptical of you saying you have nothing to do with this. Shit, me too. Given the fact that you first claimed that the woman was your daughter. Yep. Who then ends up not being... And then it turns out that your actual father is related to this and that your quote-unquote daughter is seems to be the rumored dragon princess. News to me, yep. I want you to try to convince me that it was that it was news to you. Well, it all started a long, long time ago. But what do you say? Okay. <laughs> I would say, motherfucker, it's still DD. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't know how far along, how, how far back you want me to go. Well, it was quite uh quite the stun in the shock, you know. To uh, I'm sure you already expl- uh, He already told you like the reason why I said it was my daughter, right? Because mm-hmm. like I'm sure y'all got some kinky shit going on. You walk around with a fucking sword and shield all goddamn day. Continue. I'm sure there's some stabbing and reflection and all kinds of shit that you guys are into. But who am I to judge, right? Just like, who are you to judge, right? So that pretty much happened and uh, ended up being my actual fiance. And uh, yeah, fucking my daddy. You know, I never had no daddy. I, I met him one time when I was a kid. About 17 years old, I snuck into one of his shows. He was a travel musician in my old world, the Rifter world. And I just kept hearing like his name. He's like an urban legend. Slim Jim, Slim Jim, Slim Jim. Gotta go see Slim Jim. It's just like watching like one of the big stars on stage, but with any without any of the fame or success. So, you know, I snuck into a show one night over at uh, McGregor's in uh, Deedle D, Oklahoma. And uh, fantastic show, true showmanship. On the stage, voice was incredible. Acoustics were out of this world. Then I tried to meet him after the show, and you know he kind of just told me to get fucked. So I went home, and then I never seen him again. Till he uh, popped that little door up out of the middle of nowhere and fucking walked through, and then was like, "Oh look, it's me, your daddy." And then he fucking did this Luke Bryan shit and I feel like slight me. He said it was to slight me because he knows I hate him. In my world, there's a guy named Luke Bryan. So he gave him all his music and my music to piss me off, apparently. And fucking made this little douchebag here fucking super famous and stole all his money and tried to get him to marry the Dragon Rider. Or not the Dragon Rider, the Dragon Princess, I guess. And I didn't even know she was a Dragon Princess. That is what I'm finding hard to completely believe. Well, 
I didn't know she was. She owns a goddamn pet store in my fucking. In Explain my... to me your guys' relationship. Then you said that you were engaged. Well, our relationship started at a, a high school reunion of mine. She was uh, one of the friends I, or one of the one of the kids I. I, mean, I guess he's not a kid anymore, but one of the dudes I used to hang out with in high school is his daughter. We hooked up and partied a bunch and you know I was always trying to get a comeback to where I was from and uh, we fell in love at a Styx tribute band concert at the Arkansas's Kansas City Township County Fair where we realized that we fell in love you know over the song uh, Domo Origato Mr. Obato by the Styx uh-huh. and um, kind of just blossomed from there she's like hey you want to go see my lizards they have two dicks and I'm like what lizards got two dicks you bullshitting so we ended up going back to like the pet store and stuff and like I ended up helping her out with some of the work and she had a bunch of friends that like had local small businesses and I started out playing shows and then we ended up signing this thing to go on this damn cruise ship and you know we ended up going to the county fair like I think it was two years after that, and I popped a question. She said, yeah, and then, you know, we were kind of like, she was kind of planning the wedding. She took over all my money and stuff, because who cares about that stuff? And uh, we booked a cruise ship, and then the cruise went inside the big wormy hole down in the ocean. And then we ended up here, and then she disappeared. Then Darian Black took her away. And then uh, you guys already know pretty much what happened there, because uh, Mr. Beautiful Face, he is uh, the first face I seen here when I woke up. I'm pointing at Alistair. What about the wings? And then the wings? I don't even know the fuck the wings came from, to be honest. I guess I'll... I know we have magic, right? Because mm-hmm. Ida over there, she explained magic to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was in a real stressful situation, and I was fucking him up, and I thought I was gonna get blown up by a fucking dragon fire, so I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm a fry before I let my baby die. So I went to go cover her up, and then, before you know it, I fucking came to a little bit and there's some goddamn wings sticking out my back that I had like real no control of and then they kind of dissipated and then uh fucker stepped through the goddamn portal and can you do the can you bring out your wings now I don't know can I bring out my wings now I mean I'd have to go outside because they're kind of big are, are the wings a big deal yeah is that not good I want to I want to observe them closer okay um guess try to hit me with something maybe like I, I was i was a danger before when i did it so are you sure that's that's where you want to go i um, mean sure okay let's let's reenact it you, you want to get punched by a friendly fist or or you want to be one of the you want to be like camilla herself well, she's the one who wants to know right mm-hmm. so you just go i scared her come on I didn't think the wings were a big deal. I mean, I flew the night of uh, the heavy beast situation. Step outside and try to hurt me. So you guys step outside. She draws her uh, great sword. Yep. I uh, don't have any swords. It's like I'm going to attack you now. All right. I see that. Maybe at 25. She hits me. Um, Are you enacting your reaction anyways? Um, I would probably let her fuck me up a little bit just because I think it'll sound better. And then I'll enact the reaction. Okay. I think that's, that'll be better. So she's gonna hit, she hits you with her first attack? <clears throat> Unless this does just dumbass damage, which it sounds like it's gonna be. 
Um, that would be 24. Oh, shit. That hurt. Okay. I don't think I can take I still, very I still I still don't see wings. Okay, I don't think I can take very many of those. I Try guess. to keep swinging Camilla. He might it might pop up afterwards. You might need be in like so stress. for a second attack. Okay. That is a uh that is a unnatural 20. Okay. I'm going to blow my wings out my backside, I think. If I can. Okay, if you want to enact your reaction now. Yeah, she'll kill, she'll kill me. Um, so, as you uh, as she's bringing the blade up, you then sprout these uh, wings and cover yourself as she stops the blade. Oh, shit. Interesting. As she, you see that you can feel her hands on on the ones as like you have your head cover. Mm-hmm. She's looking at it. Oh, these things are sick. Hey, Rosie, look at me. I'm like your back. Squaw! 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 What does he mean, like, he's like my back? Is he talking about the tattoo? I hope he's talking about the tattoo, because the thing I thought about. Dragons don't say squaw. Grr! Grr! Okay, you change it to grr. That's a little bit better. Rawr! There we go. Why are you making sound effects while she's touching your wings? As you hear, we like, that's what I thought. As you feel like a pluck. Whoa, ow! As you see that she pulls out what, like, a, a scale essentially from you. Hey, I need that! As he, she hands it to you. Oh, okay. Oh, look, shiny. If you look at it, yeah. it has the same, like, it has the, like, platinum multicolor, like, shine, mm-hmm. as you saw, uh, Stella as well. Oh, man, look at that. It's like Stella. We're like matching. There's no regular dragons that look like that, which is why when we saw what your fiance was, uh-huh. we presumed something like that. Okay. So why can you do this? I don't know. I have no idea. I thought it. I, I have no idea. This never happened before. This is the second time it's ever happened to me. Chappie, I want you to roll me because you are being completely genuine. Mm-hmm. I want you to roll me a persuasion with advantage. Persuasion. Persuasion. The first roll is a 16. And the second roll, that good advantage is a good old natural 20. So you see that she like looks at you up and down. A lot of people. Then do that. she looks back at uh, Rosie. And Don. She then looks at Alistair and then looks at Barry. I believe you. Well, yeah, you should, because I'm not lying. But you are connected to her in some kind of way. Well, yeah, we are going to get married. Outside of intimacy. I don't know about that. That right there, literally nobody else can do. The only person who resembles that with those kind of scales is the dominant lord. Oh. Not even his son, Darium, has those kind of scales. Yeah, he has that black and white shit going on. Correct. Which is, the dragon princesses were rumored were supposed to be, our entities are supposed to be the princesses of the dominant lord. That was the rumor. Those were the tales. Okay. So you, you think I'm like some kind of like other dragon thing? 
I think whatever she is, she has done something to you. Okay. I mean, like, wings are pretty cool. Right? Like, wings are sweet. She gave me this stupid lizard thing, too, and I pull the lizard out and I start shaking him by his tail. So you're like, <laughs> yeah, this was hers. Apparently, he fucking knew she was a damn dragon this whole goddamn time. As he, like, hops up onto your shoulder and, like, he, like, hits your head with his tail. Like, stop shaking me. Um, that's bad him with the wing. <laughs> like, yeah, we here. I got scales, too, motherfucker. Well, look. Still only have one dick, though. I go check my pants. I put my pants out. Do I have one dick? You have one dick. God damn it. It seems like there were uh, some things that your fiance has not told you. Apparently. Your team or your people are more than welcome to continue about what you're doing. But it looks like we're going to continue to cross. We're going to go to continue to cross paths. Okay. If you guys are still going up against the consortium, all three of your partners were taken, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yes. So, is it just, it can't just be coincidence that your partner happens to be something of this relevance. Right. So, maybe your two partners are something connected to this as well. I mean, they're friends with her. What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say that maybe our wives can do the same shit his wife can do? I'm saying there was a rumor about three dragon princesses. Nah, probably not. I'm pretty sure if my wife was a dragon, I'd know. I think it's just because Stella like lizards so much. I mean, she can get aggressive, but... I mean, I, I'd know if she was a dragon. I mean, I've been married to her for years. My wife can barely handle spicy, spicy food. You tell me she can breathe fire now? Not all dragons breathe fire. Yeah, like, that one just breathes straight ash. Did it burn? Yes. Okay. But not all dragons breathe fire. My my wife breathes chaos when she gets upset. Why are you like this? <laughs> Either way, if the dragon rider, because there's more than just one. There are more than one? There's dragon riders in the three cities outside the capitals. Okay. There's one in Bladesmall. Mm. Okay. And then there's one in... Azelstep. Azelstep. Um, do you have like any backgrounds on these dudes? Cause like this one was a musician and my daddy said that like he signed some kind of contract with him and he kind of like took everything from him. So he inherited everything that he had. So mm -hmm. I guess whatever marriage ritual or whatever the fuck happened would have made him marry Stella technically. So it seems like he did the, ma the marriage ritual thing, as far as I know, and, like, was able to control her. It seems like it. And, like, I'm just trying to think of how Jim would have been able to trick three, uh, two other dudes and or ladies and or whatever they want to be, because that's fine, too, into a contract with him. It might have not be him. There might just be two other people. Maybe we can get there before. But if but if this is true, I mean that kind of lines up with where you see, you saw your wife on GPS. Yeah, Blade Small, which means my wife might be in that other city, Azelstep. 
which is at the end of the country. Shit. But that also means that your wives are probably going to be married off. I don't see that happening. Not at all. If you saw what happened with Stella, I don't know if it's their choice. He had uh, an open relationship. We don't have open relationships. I cross my arms and I start looking at him, start nodding my head. Stella's young, you know? Mm-hmm. She, she probably didn't know what was going on. Oh, or she did. Estelle is a, a problem. Yeah, she's quite old. You are, knows what's going on. If, if, if all these theories are true, your companions are dragons and they live for thousands of years. See, like, we don't have that stuff. So, how do we know if that's, that's true? I guess that's something we just have to figure out, but. And then you hear Idaga like, I think I might know how to find out. Hey, God, somebody knows. How? Back in my shop, I kind of have a biometric scanner of some, of some sort. It can scan your body to make sure um, your health is okay and so on and so forth. Maybe. Oh, like a cat scan. Maybe. I'm done to take it. Um, If we go back to my shop, maybe we can get it and yeah, maybe... I'm not going to get like radiation poisoning or anything like that, right? No. no, no, no. Oh, okay, yeah, then I can do it. Is it going to say my weight on there? Yes. <laughs> can you... I won't tell anybody. Thank you. <laughs> can we put a piece of tape on the scale? Um, you worried about your weight? Oh. Hey, it's been a real hard holiday season season back at my household, and I've just been eating cookies. I just need not to see it right now. Hey, Camilla. Yes? kind of bleeding a lot. You got any, like, magic that could not make me bleed as much? Sure. She as just... you see that she pulls out this uh, green chalk as she starts waving it around, and she's putting uh, it like wraps around uh, like the cut that she put on you, mm-hmm. and it starts to it starts to like you can see the wound actually starts slowly patching up on your butt. Oh, this thing's kind of cool. Hey, Camilla. Mm-hmm. So I understand that Baird has responsibilities and that he has entitled to you guys. Yes, but apparently you want a first and second. No, round. No, no. I'm gonna give you a first and second round for Baird. What are these first and second rounds? Like prospects, like people that we are finding. We're like, yo. You do realize he's a living person who Yeah, has I understand, his own. I understand, I understand. I'm not, I'm not talking about like him personally. You sound like you're trying to buy him. No, like his contract, because like. What contract? Like him, why he's like indebted and in, like why he's with you guys. Like you just write up his job contract, you send he's, it over our way, we'll send you these. We're like, oh, we got these, we got this group you should join, the resistance. I don't, I don't think Barrett and, sold himself, he just aligned with them. Hey everyone, it's your designated Dungeon Master Psycho, and I'm here with the Traffic Society. We want to let everyone know that on June 4th, we will be releasing a Patreon. And? We love you guys, and and we want to give you guys premium content. And And we're going to be releasing late night traffic on the Patreon. It's the after show, after the podcast. We talk about a lot of wacky, wonderful shit. We talk about the missed checks we have. We talk about what happened if we didn't almost die because we always almost die. Always. For real. That's Grizzle Brown <laughs> shit right there, baby. Yeah. We almost, always, almost might have won. And we have wonderful videos for Chappie to listen to. Me? Yes. <gasps> because he lives under a fucking rock. Yeah. How we, do you not know what ChatGPT is? The Jesus. rock. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we also have Dungeons and Discussions, a bonus segment that we do where we pick a random D&D topic, break it down, learn more about it, and give our personal opinions. You should check out our first episode where we talk about the Enamel Dragons. It's a crucial piece of information that can help you better understand our world. Damn. Um, We're going to work very, very hard for you guys, and uh, we want your money. So uh, give us some money, because money's cool. Hey, Psycho, do that glass-breaking thing. Break the glass. Break it again. Glass is expensive where we come from in solemn Cleveland, Ohio. Damn, I, like, screw what we said. I want money, too. Look, I'm, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you because, you know, this ain't cheap. But we got to give them something. We can't just not just take their money. If you give us love, I'll be okay with that, I guess. Yeah, just give me their money. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> outside of all that, we also have plans for all different types of projects, such as future campaigns. Maybe yeah. In like different uh, TTRPG Woo! systems, uh, even polls we want to put out for Patreon, and then even fan suggestions. Fan suggestions! Wow, you guys actually get a have. We input. care what you say too. I just need one of those fan suggestions to be a calendar. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh no, we'll take the photos. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we will we'll take the photos. We, uh, if you didn't know, the Clash of Crits crew is a group with no shame. We no. will take those photos. I will take those photos. Big huskies out here. Very Oof. big husky. <laughs> but um, seriously, we love doing this for you guys, and we want to be able to do more. So we would really love you to come check us out. Break the glass. With all the glass breaking that happens. And, and money, and money, and love, and, and love. And, and hugs. And don't forget. Clash of creeps. And don't forget the brush twice a day. Now back to the action. What? What? You thought he was like a slave? No, I thought he was like a, like like an athlete. Like... Basketball players, contracts, they have like jobs. There's they have no Knicks here. We went through that. I just, do you guys have basketball here? What is basketball? Okay. Anyway, don't feel It's one of the great. It's the. Is it a sport? Because you're talking about athletes. I, I put my hand on her shoulder. Sometimes, sometimes, scoring in front of all them fans and hooping feels better than sex. That's how much I love basketball. What? It's a sport. Yes, you had it correctly. I mean, we have sports. Like what? Fucking's a sport. <laughs> <laughs> what he's trying to say is... You're a yuck. <laughs> we understand that Barrett... I mean, like, and ultimately, I think it's Barrett's choice, but we understand that Barrett has aligned himself with you guys. But when it comes to people from this world, besides, you know, our wives and, you know, a small group of friends that we've, we've created, Barrett is somebody that we consider close. We would put our lives on the line for him. You know, he was kidnapped. They were threatening to kill him. And we could have left him. But we fought tooth and nail just to get him back. And I appreciate it. Barrett is a good man. I just don't want to leave you high and dry. I want to be honest. I want to just ask and see like, hey, Barrett. As he's looking at you guys. Hey, would you want to come along with us on our adventure? As like he's like he's looking at like Camilla and Alistair and he's looking at you guys. You see like Camilla and Alistair look like they don't have a problem with it. Like uh, Alistair's like, mate, if you want to go along with them, you can keep on going along with them. We're not going to stop you. I mean, if you want to leave the order completely, that's I mean, that's a whole nother thing. But in general, it's your choice. But you can always continue to be, can, you can continue to be the liaison. We figured we were going to give you a rest, but if you want to continue along with these three, that's up to you. Remember, <laughs> now, well, now we all have dragon problems, 
we got to go save three dragon princesses and uh you know we got to go kill that that crimson red bullshit bitch dragon motherfucker hey 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 what's his name again hey it hey. doesn't matter what his name is because stone cold said so Wait, wait, what what that, dragon mother no. are you talking about? The the one that Barrett wants to kill. Oh yeah. Calavax. Yeah, what what hey, four on one. Yeah. I'm down. You kill a dragon. As Barrett's looking like at Alistair and Camilla and looking at you guys like Hey, is that what we were trying to do? Yeah. Because y'all fucking sucked at it. What are you talking about? He's a person. I get that. I was not saying I was. I wasn't saying he wasn't a person. He can do his own thing. I was just saying I don't want to steal him, and I know they still need people of his services. So I'll. He, we'll he take thinks him. everybody's under contract. Why are you trying to complicate things? What are you talking about? Gosh. So Barrett, you're gonna drive the box truck. Yeah, we do definitely need somebody to drive the box. Okay, can we keep that car? I look at Camilla and Alistair. They said, "I mean, as long as." Sure, I guess so. if Barrett's using it, if he's going to be a part of if he's still going to continue to be with you guys, I don't see a problem with it. Awesome, because I got a brick of Perk 30s underneath the hood that's been baking. They have been. What do you mean you have a brick of Perk 30s under the hood that's been baking? Oh, the one you threw away, we took it back. Yeah, after you smushed it all together and got it all soggy? Um, one, I didn't get it all soggy. That was not me. Two, I'm not letting you guys eat that brick. The- Brick of perk three. Tablets. I have a prescription, and you are not my. Where's doctor. it? Where's the prescription at right now? Are you you right now? I just like, can we go? Sorry. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Barrett, do you want to come along? Sure. You don't even have your medical license in this world. I you don't even have your prescription in this world. Shut up. Um, as you guys start traveling to uh, Ida's shop, you see that Ida's shop is destroyed. Of course, it would be. <laughs> Red and, light. And that device would be destroyed too, right? You see Ida looking as, like, her face is, like, flush. It was her family, you know, and her family's shot. I'm sorry, Ida. This sucks. So bad. I'm so sorry. She continues to walk in. She starts rummaging around, seeing some, you know, going through some things. Looks like she's grabbing more of, like, memorabilia than anything else, putting it in her bag. As she picks this, she picks this um, thing up. It looks almost like a, almost like a tablet. She's like, "This is it." As saying, looks like she's like hitting it, trying to get it to work. It looks like it's, it's starting to come on a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like the configurations aren't exact, and I would have to take time to rework this. But I can give you guys a, a quick. I can give something, I think, right now to all of you. Okay. Let's all stand together and hold hands. Why do we have to hold hands? Just in case. Just in case. You need to not hold hands. Oh. (laughs) Okay, um, she said don't hold hands. So, you see Ida uh, scan you down, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And she's looking at this, and then she looks really confused. She's like tapping some things around. She scans you again and then sees it again. You're heavy. Hey! And then she decides to scan uh, Rosie. She looks really puzzled. You're kind of heavy too. Then she uh, scans Cletus. 
and like you see her like just really scratching her head. I'm dainty. And then she's like, Barrett, can I scan you? As Barrett goes on, she scans Barrett, and she's looking like, like she's shrugging her shoulders, like, oh, okay. And she's looked to the three of you. Are you all feeling well? Yeah. I mean, I feel pretty great, except for like this giant hole in my heart. I could use a Snickers. <laughs> I mean, I got a payday. Besides that, work? that, oh yeah, that'll work. You see that she like she takes off her glove and like she like grabs your hand. Uh huh. She's like, you feel warm. Well, am I not warm? She grabs. She's like, can I? She like puts her hand. Or you like reach down. She's like, mm-hmm. she puts her hand. Like, okay, you feel warm too. And that, uh, so she says that to you, Rosie, and then she walks up to, uh, you can can I feel your skin? Oh, sure, yeah, whatever you want. She's feeling like, is there a problem? Just tell us. Just keep, just be 100% with us. We can take it. Am I dying? My scan says that you guys are already dead. What? What? I'm dead? No way. Not at all. Still beating in this cleat. I check my pulse. You feel? So we, I, I feel fine. I can feel my pulse. Yeah, I even, uh, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of things are connected now. I mean, because a lot of this stuff don't exist where we come from. Maybe we just died on that ship. Like and lost. But you're not abs- you're not aberrations. You're not ghosts. You're not spirits. No, I took a poop today. Hit me. I've hit me. <laughs> ah, damn, that kind of hurt. I know that. I just said I know you're not aberrations. I know you're not ghosts. I know you're not. Spirits. That's this is not a dream. I can't wake up. Can't wake up when you're in hell. I'm in hell? Why would I go to hell? I understand you. But hey. And I understand him. This, this, but isn't, me? this isn't just the weirdest thing, okay? Uh-huh. Your guys' I guess you could say code is still similar to ours. I thought there was gonna be a lot more missing pieces because you guys are rifters but this scans this scans you guys like you guys aren't right so So it's like we're from here but dead but dead so we're dead people from here and we all couldn't have just got like weird amnesia and then I, I had the same I, dream, right? Go, like that's not. Are we high off perk thirties? I go in my back pocket and I pull out that galaxy shit. What the? Man, I didn't take none of this. Give Give me that right now. No. Give me it. No, I like looking. I at try it. to. Where I did try you to, get that? I try to grab it from him. Uh, I'd be rolling opposed athletics. I, I let you grab it. Okay. I take. No. No, we're not having you relapse. Not here. Okay. I, it was just pretty to look at. I didn't know what it was till like we talked about it, and like I'm dead anyway, so I don't think I think I'd be fine, you know. I mean, you're obviously not dead though. Obviously, I'm not dead because I pooped just this morning. And I give all the cosmos to um, Rosie. You keep this safe. I, I trust you. Okay, I, I put it away. It's just a little pouch. I can hold on yeah. to it. It's fine. Let's put it in my bag. I'm watching you, Mister. Ah. Uh, Okay, no, but like, with then? I guess. All right, um, what if we got, have you ever scanned another Rifter before? Yes. Okay, so yeah, then she would know. That's why I said that, and I was expecting oh. there to be. 
That this is... could also be off because it's kind of damaged. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. So did Camilla and Alistair come with us here or no? Um, if you guys want them to be there, I'll, I'll allow them to be. Sure. Why not? I mean, just in case they say. Yeah, I thought that was the whole yeah, reason okay. why. Yeah. Thicken this. So pot. I'm like, uh, Camilla, Alistair. You guys have any answers for uh, something like, like this? I have no fucking idea. Um, and then Camilla says, "Have you died before?" Uh, well, I guess clinically, technically, maybe. Yeah. Um, I was yeah one time, but that like that's oh you every- guys died before too. That's everybody dies. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Like I had one near death experience. I mean, I, I got stabbed a couple times, then fell off of a balcony and hit the pavement. Holy shit. Yo. How did you survive? I don't know. I woke up in the hospital with Estelle. She was my getaway car. She also made this for me afterwards, because mine shattered. And I showed them, like, my my knife. As, like, Camilla's looking to clean uh, us and down, like, what about you two? Oh, me? And I, I, I look at Sully. And I go, uh, well, um, remember I was saying, like, you know, I was starting my own album. I wanted to, like, start, like, a comeback tour and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my grandpa passed away. And about 15 years after that, you know, I started to get clean. And I did a bunch of appearances on Celebrity Rehab and a bunch of, like, those. It was real big in, like, the, the, the early 2000s. And, um... <laughs> I went back to my <laughs> went back to my old record label and um I met with my old uh producer and uh he was like, Hey, if you can get clean, I will uh I'll pay for your uh your comeback tour. And I was like, Oh damn Skippy. So, you know, I, I stayed off drugs for a long time and worked really hard to keep the temptation the demons away. And um I was at a Applebee's one night, and I was drinking some orange juice, you know, right before a show. And um, somebody slipped some heroin inside of my drink, and I overdosed. My heart stopped. I was on a ventilator for six days, and I woke up, and all my deals were voided. And I look over at Tully. He's like... Now I just thought that motherfucker killed me. He's like, like, I didn't. Me dying was my fault. I mean, there was this guy, Tony. Uh, they called him the boar. He was standing in a bunch of, you know, standing in the way of a bunch of things that my family needed to do, and uh, they sent me on a job. I uh, busted into his hotel room, chopped him up real good, and, uh, you know, but he, he was a big motherfucker, so, you know, he... It took a lot to take him down, and by the time I, I felt like I was close to it, my knife shattered, and he threw me straight off that fucking balcony. That's how I got the name uh, Rosie the Butcher. Because you like to cut people up? Uh, well, it's because when they went into the room and found them dead, there were 32 perfectly sliced pieces of meat. I learned how to cut in the butcher shop for the, my dad. Um, Cletus. Yeah. Was your Stella with you when this happened? Um, she might have been. You, you guys see, um, 
I don't. Sully going. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, my near death experience is not that hardcore. You guys are goddamn animals. I, I guess. Um, we were just driving back on from our date night, and I got drove off the road by a drunk driver. So I went into I went into the lake, and I was knocked unconscious. And when I woke up, it was just Jasmine there giving me CPR. It's so sad, man. I'm glad you made it. But like, you were out here. You got a cool ass nickname after your near death experience, Rosie the Butcher. I get I was, drove off the road. I was a different guy then, you know. Like, I was 19. Yeah, I I just lost everything again for like the third time in my life. Honestly, when I woke up, it it taught me that life needs to be different. You know, I dedicated my life to Estelle and stopped doing a bunch of crazy shit like that. That's adorable, man. <laughs> As but okay, yeah, so we all died. Um, That's what, another weird coincidence. At one point, I'm sure, yeah, but I was on a ventilator, so I was cool. We're all here, so we couldn't all just die, but clearly um, we didn't die. So you see Camilla like kind of like walking, uh, like walking, approaching. It looks like this, like she starts leaning on on something. Like I know that's these kind of scanners that I know these kind of scanners that if someone has died completely before and have been brought back to life. That sometimes that they still read as dead, but if this was in your guys's world where there's nothing like this, no. you were brought back by medical science, by magic, by having really good insurance, <laughs> by staying alive. You guys promise that you're not from here. A hundred percent. As promise. far as I know, I could literally tell you where I grew up. What the doctor looked like that birthed me. And that's pretty much about it. I did a lot of drugs, so I don't remember a lot. But I remember that. I'm I'm definitely not from here. Uh you know, I'm I'm from my world. Ida goes, Wait, I can't we we could prove it, right? She pulls out the uh the uh screech thing. Mm-hmm. The uh siren thing that Oh yeah. Oh the rifter thing. I was kinda gonna save that. It can charge. It's not. Oh, I just told you we can't. We can't do it in succession. Oh, okay, cool. I thought it was just like a one and done thing. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fuck Luke Bryan up with this, but that wouldn't have worked anyway. So, if you guys are truly rifters, this would work on you. If this isn't a hurt, I'm gonna turn my hearing aid down. It's <laughs> supposed to hurt. I already got stabbed once today. Fuck it. Okay. uh... Just don't don't tell us when you're gonna do it. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. No countdowns. Okay, don't worry. It's not supposed to. <laughs> 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 Get it! This sucks. Turn off, turn off, turn off, turn off, turn off, turn off. Ah! You guys literally aren't even in pain. Oh, 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 oh. damn. Um, do you guys feel anything? No, but I like it was my uh instinct to scream when she touched that button. Yeah. Um, but you guys can hear a ring, but it's not, like, hurting you. I, I heard it. Like, somebody, like, you know, like, the dog whistle kind of thing? Like, yeah. you can hear a, you can hear, like, a frequency at the moment. I think somebody's talking about me. Anybody else hear it? I hear a ringing in my ear. Somebody's yeah, talking too. shit. I thought it sounded like, bitch. Yeah, it sounds like that. Uh, so, like, Ida, this really didn't help our situation. Bitch. 
you didn't get hurt by this. Does that mean we're from here? But you were able to hear it? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, it's like, bitch. And she like turns it off. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone, yeah. She's looking at all of you very confused, like, so are we like are we like biracial are we like half from here half from our world i think so how are we here from here um when i guess a daddy and a mommy love each other a lot but they're from different places do that makes us like biplanar no both we... my mother and father are from the old country uh, your whole country must be down the street. <laughs> Possum might be your daddy. Possum might be your cousin. <laughs> uh, I don't think I can handle Rosie being more than a thousand years old. <laughs> I told you he was already over a thousand years. How many times I got to say it? I'm 68. Not compared to the scanner and to that whistle. You got, you're probably like 68 human years, but not elf years. Not a fucking dog. Meow. I said elf. Uh, wolf. Sorry. Camilla goes, I don't think it's either of those. Growing up, learning certain things from the consortium, me and Alistair would sneak into some of the uh, libraries and such, which is one of those things where we found out about the princesses and things like that, even though a lot of it was rumored. But it's said that the dominant lord has multiple hearts. And that the dominant lord gave his hearts to his champions, which is why they're able to be what they are outside of the, the realm of what their species can even pass. If the princesses are direct lines from this dominant lord, then maybe they gave you their hearts. I mean, my wife gave me her heart, yeah. I mean, like, an actual... I mean, no, that's exactly what she said on our wedding ceremony. You know, when we had to say our vows, she says, I I give you my heart. So you're telling us, we technically died, and they... I think they might have been able to bring you back from doing something similar to what the Dominant Lord did to for his champions. Interesting. So... Um, the closest thing I did to like getting married or any of that stuff was um, you remember the movie The Notebook where like everyone's crying in the rain, he grabs her and he spins her around. Yeah, that's about the extent. But if I, <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine you spinning around the rain and you'd be like, done. <laughs> <laughs> the point of what I'm getting at is, heart acquired. <laughs> the point of what I'm getting at is maybe that is why you're you sprouted wings. So I'm like an angel. No, you're like a dragon. No, girl. I need to work on my RAR. Cleet definitely did the whole legend. Is a da 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 da. So, uh, serious question here. Let's say that's true, right? Mm-hmm. Is there any way to, like, you know, it's magic, whatever. It, we're linked to them. Is there any way to magically just be able to track them because we have their hearts? The only people who can tell you that are either the princesses themselves or even the champions oh well is there any old dragons we could talk to that might know you that i know that won't be hostile towards you probably not well what if i show them these wings i'm like what's up i don't know if that would be 
I mean, I, I'm still new to the dragon culture. Maybe Old Man Ray might know. He's been around for a long time. I don't think Old Man Ray even knows. He said he was here before the dragons. Right. As like you see Camilla giving like this like confused look. Right. Well, it seems that your journey is going to take you to Bladesmall. Yeah. Yep. Seems like that's where we'll be headed. Yeah. That will probably take you a little bit of time. It's like 500 miles away. Jesus. So there too. And with no big interruptions. It'll probably be more like three days. But um, I suggest you guys get try to prepare yourselves and say your goodbyes to whoever you're going to say goodbye to. Hey. Um, but this is going to take some time. Um, but this... At the moment, the order is in control of Quava Falls. Hmm. All right. Ida goes, well, theoretically, if this is all correct, you all are part dragon in some kind of way, which means that, Rosie, you're not as old as you think you are. You're actually older. What do you mean? He's actually young. If you have a dragon blood, you're probably going to live hundreds of years. Hell yeah. The world does not need that. <laughs> I love you. You mean but... I'm not on a time limit? Oh, he's about to smoke and murder. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, that would explain why you were able to get out of that lazy boy recliner. Huh. That's how you beat us up the stairs. That, yeah, that, that makes a lot more sense. It's <laughs> nice to know. Huh. You just been hustling us? <laughs> he was like, he's waiting for us to bet on something. Like, I bet you Good. guys are game of basketball. Um, I'm going to get back with the guys because I would like to apologize to them for, uh, like, you know, basically saying any one of us could be a dragon. We don't know who to trust because uh, it seems that we're <laughs> dragons now. So, oh. uh, Also, I'm sorry, Ida. You were there too. So I am sorry that I accused anybody of being a dragon. Can we not tell everybody we're a dragon? So now you're just going to be like, oh, it's fine now that I'm a dragon. No, I just want to apologize for accusing them because, like, damn, that sucks. Like, you know, I was the dragon the whole time, and I was saying everybody else was a dragon. But was before you knew you was actually a dragon. Yeah, I'm just going to apologize. I'm not going to tell them what I am. So it's just better now? Yeah, yeah, I feel better. I feel bad, but I'll feel better after I apologize. It's like, you know, if you're like, who the fuck took the TV remote? You assholes, you never, you know, you never pay attention to anything, blah, 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 you know, and then you look in your back pocket and the remote was there the whole time after you yelled at all your employees and called your wife over the phone and was screaming. I feel like this is real personal for you right now. Yeah, this is some Ozakuma shit. (laughs) (laughs) This is some Ozakuma shit for sure. I I, I was talking more about Rosie. (laughs) Oh, I had to break character for that one. Wow. I guess uh, let's just get ourselves ready for Bladesmall. Uh, shops might have something left. Might not. Um, speaking of, as Ida starts approaching you, Cletus. Hey. Um, Fine, you could touch me again. She goes, she grabs her bag. I was working on this last night, and I was, I tried, I didn't have enough time to do it before the performance, but I think if anybody should honestly have this, it should be you. As she pulls out, you remember the uh, leather jacket that Kirby used to have that had that was like covered in blood and everything like that? Yeah. You see that she pulls it out. It looks like it's your size. Oh, how the hell did you do that? It's just some reworking. But I think if he was here 
and he had to give it to anybody, even though you guys never have actually met, he would definitely be you. Man, that means a lot to me. I give her a hug. She hugs you back. I'm like, all right. You can put it on. And I like put, put my hands out. I'm like, oh, I'll get you a stool. Uh, Don, hold her. Um, why don't you like kneel down like James Brown and just have it like draped on you like like a cold blooded killer? As she's told you before, and she'll say again, this is the jacket that he always wore when he would perform. All right, I drop down like I'm James Brown. As she puts it on you, you are receiving the jacket of Curb No Dane. Technically, it's studded leather. It's a it's a plus two studded leather. Ooh. And it has the disguise self charged on it at all times. Oh. Because what he performs is how he always looks different for his performances. Yeah. This jacket can make always make you look however you want. That's so it's sick. it's so you as a charge of uh disguise self uh prologressed. Fuck yeah. Hey Kirby out here. Um so she hands it to you. She puts it on you. She's like, use it well. I sure will. I promise I'll keep his memory alive for both of us. I know you will. <laughs> she says, well, um, I'm going to clean up here. I says, I'm going to clean up here and see what else I can possibly salvage. And I'll have to just figure out what to do next. I mean, like, we can help you. Oh, I mean, you guys have to get ready for your trip. You're, you have another city you have to go to. You have. What are you going to do after you clean up? I don't know. I'll have. I gotta figure out what to do next in my life. My fiance is dead, but I guess it's to focus on the case to try to build, to make sure, even if there is a group of people trying to destroy this government, I at least want to clear Curb's name. Right, but I think you should do that remotely so they don't come hunt you down. Who's going to hunt me down now? I don't know. They came here and destroyed your shop. They know who you are. They destroyed my shop, as he points towards uh, Alistair and Camilla. Oh, y'all going to pay for that? They look at each other like it was the collateral. It'll get built. It'll get rebuilt at some point. Oh, see, that's fine. They took care of you. Well, Ida, it was wonderful meeting you. I know that you're going to do good things when it comes to... Great. Curb's case. Great things. We'll definitely meet each other again. This won't be the last time you see us. I honestly hope so. You guys were more of a blessing than I initially thought. No offense. No, no it's fine. Yeah, no, I'm thinking. Not yeah. too bad for a couple dead guys. Okay. So, Ida. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to see you again because you still got to make me that bag. Mm-hmm. Can you have it look like a book bag? Like a Sure, my book bag. Can you ever look like kind of like this? Yes, yes, I can. Well, uh, see you later. When I turn around and start walking out, I give her a big hug. She gives you a hug back. Thank you again. Please be safe. Take care of the boys. Starts waving. Bye, guys. <sighs> Bye. As Alistair and Camilla were like, well, we'll see you guys. Oh, I guess at some we'll point. see y'all too. Um, Barrett will keep us updated. Okay. Gotcha. And you see that they look at each other and then you start walking off. God damn, they're awkward. Why are they so awkward? Why you just wait till why you wait <laughs> wait till they get they turned around five already. Steps away. <laughs> why so fucking awkward, bud? Well, I guess let's uh, give our goodbyes to the, the guys at the rusty hangar and 
We should probably get moving so we can get to your wife next. Can we take him with us? I wish we, we can't could. uproot people. I mean, unless they want to. They have a budding young music career they gotta they gotta put together. But like we was getting so comfortable with them, we can have like our own little rolling tour bus. It's not goodbye, man. It's see you later. <sighs> okay. We can't just ask people to come walk into chaos, blood, and war. They already did. Because that's what we're gonna do to get your wife. You right. Um, as you guys start walking back to the hangar, you actually see like that box truck. You see that it's getting painted onto the side where you see it says um, the Hu Fang Rock. As you see, it looks like 3B and like Hu Fang are all painting it, uh, like painting it, like Tyrone are all like putting their stuff on it together. Collabo? Oh, dude, this is gonna be bitching. Um, so then like Bobby turns around, like, oh, guys, guys. We're getting it ready. We're all going to go on tour. What? Together? Yeah. Isn't that what we were talking about? Fuck yeah, dude. Hell that's yeah. killer. Yeah. Except for we, we have to go after our wives. But you guys are set up. Both of your names are big. And if you collab together. They got the box truck. You guys have the box truck. And we, the lazy boys. I want one of those. We can't put it in Barrett's car. We can put it on top of Barrett's car. We're not strapping a lazy boy on top of Barrett's car. Why? It's not your car. I understand, but I'm going to just be the adult right now and say no. You know how cool it would be to have a swivel lazy boy lookout on top of the car? No, it won't. I promise you. Either way. God. You guys are going to do great (laughs) things. Just keep your head in the game. Keep doing shows. You know, this isn't going to be the last time you see us, but... We, we have serious things that we have to take care of. We don't want to drag you along. And it's not good for your career to always to be playing every time there's a rebellion or a riot. It starts to catch noise and people ain't going to hire you. Yeah, I, I read a story about somebody who tried that before and it's just... Well, and also... Like the world ended. Yeah, the <laughs> world ended. And also, we're leaving you guys with one of the baddest motherfuckers to come out of Guava Falls as your security guard. Who? Oh. Tyrell Biggs as like Tyrell's like you see him like just brushing on the top he's like what yeah man like you have like a sworn duty now to keep them safe join the band baby welcome I mean I lost my other job so yeah I guess fuck it why not yeah the dragon's resting see what you did there yeah did you like it though that's pretty I didn't hate it that was kind of punny uh, let me go through my luggage, see what I'm leaving behind. Uh, okay, you guys start uh, gathering your things. Okay, you're gonna let them have the box truck. Yeah, yeah, they can have the box. Yeah. Truck. The whole point was for them to use it for tour. Yeah, just with us. Yeah, <laughs> and we and we got Barrett in the car, so that's fine. Uh, Chalopy. As I go through my luggage, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm like as I'm going through it, I'm just like, hmm. Can I get? Five margaritas? Yeah, sure. And I start opening up the box that the the other mobsters gave me on the uh, the cruise ship just to see what's in it. Because at this point, I don't think I'm going back. <laughs> this dude's That's sick. my boy. Can I have five margaritas? Sure. <laughs> you yeah. fucking psychopath. <laughs> I mean, that's what they told me to say. Hey, hey, I'm gonna brush under. I'm gonna brush over that because I didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> that's pretty cool though. Um. As you uh, open up the uh, the case, uh-huh. 
Okay. As you open up the case, you see that it is uh, three gold bars. Oh. So, I take out the three gold bars. I look at it. It's real? It's real. Somebody's going to be fucking mad. <laughs> but, it is what it is. I put two gold bars in my bag. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, Bobby. Yeah. And I toss it to him. Get the shows going. Okay. And then I just walk up to you guys. Were you? What? He's the master of coin, dude. Like, master of coin. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, don't don't ever say your manager never loved you. I won't. <laughs> he got a big ass bar of gold. He's not gonna say shit. Is, is that enough to get that back? No. Damn. <laughs> Probably really is. I know. <laughs> I gotta try to find Bobby and give him a hug goodbye. As you uh, see Bobby there, uh, he looks at you as he like he's pensive. Like I put my hands up. I'm, I'm I'm gonna assume he's on top of the box truck painting. Yeah. And I put my hands up and like go to catch him. Like <laughs> he jumps up. Catch him. I hug him like like Ash and Pikachu and Pokemon. <laughs> and I swing him around. I'm like, hey man, I, you you got this, dude. You got it. I believe in you. I'll be watching. Love you, man. Fucking rock him up. He rocks you up too. The only person that you guys don't see here is um, Bibby at the moment. Um, I walk up to Bobbity as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, hey Bobbity, come here for a second. You know, you guys are gonna go out and play music. Things should work smoothly, but you know how the world works. So, I unroll my set of knives. I'm gonna let you take one of these with you. Choose wisely. He points towards your, um, <laughs> the cleaver. <laughs> towards your cleaver. Hey, here, bucket. <laughs> towards tor- tor- your oh, main tor- one, the one that you fight with. Th- that's not a cleaver, remember? No, I know, I know. But yeah, yeah. I'll say he points towards that knife. Yeah. That's that's in the role. Oh. Ah. Uh, I mean, you can you can go finesse, or he, you can. You see him grab a uh, like a butcher cleaver. Yeah, the the big one. Yeah. This work. Hold it near and dear. One day I'll come back for it. As he points, like Bobby, ha! It starts chasing Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll back up the rest of my knives and put them in the bag. Those kids gonna do well. You told it. You turned him into a fucking juggalo. <laughs> he Bibby? is small and he's just like oh, um, hatchet man. As you see, you don't you don't notice Bibby around the uh, the uh, truck as then you um, looking around because you know there's a lot of like the order around here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You then see what looks like two half orcs like scuffling in the distance. As you see, it is Bibby. Scuffling with the half orc guy that you met. Oh, uh, for real? Yes. At the bar. At oh, the it's bar. Dope. As you see that Bibby then <laughs> clocks him right hey! in the face. <laughs> as that guy drops to the ground. I run up and like chest bump Bibby. Like hell yeah. As you see like uh, like as you like chest bump Bibby, it's like he doesn't even realize that you're there. He's like, <sighs> you okay? <clears throat> you good? Hey man, what's going on? As you uh, if you rush up to. Closure, as then maybe just starts walking towards towards the uh, box truck. 
Damn. Uh, As you, you, the guy that you've met before, you see that like he wipes his face with the off the blood, uh, and then he stands up and he's looking at all of you. He just nods his head and then turns around. Damn. Hey, baby. As he stops. I mean, we're trying to say our goodbyes to you. Turns around to you guys. Starts giving you guys handshakes. You guys have the box truck. Cool thing. I gave Bobby a bunch of money that should help you guys out with your first couple shows. Don't let Bobby in my recliner. And Bobby has a... A big cleaver, just in case something happens. Right. And don't let the Who fan run all over you guys. These are fucking rock stars. Hey, I'm not worried about them. Young Nasty Goblin starts some shit, piss on him. And, and this is draw a dick on, on his forehead for you, please. Okay. Two dicks. While you guys are on tour, we might see you again, but... You know, we we're, we're done with what we're do- doing. We'll definitely come look for you guys. You guys might want to check in with Ida before you leave, though. Kind of lonely. I thought she was coming. She could be. Oh. It seems like she wants to stick behind and work on curb, but you guys would be the ones to definitely convince her to get out of this place. Okay. I'll go talk to the guys. As he walks back? Yep. Barrett! Yeah. Go get the car! I thought we're not doing this, dude. I thought you went to get the car a long time we're ago. We're not doing this, guys. Give me the keys. I'll go get the car. No, I I promise I'll go get it. You won't be too high minded to go get your own car. I'll go get the fucker. How about let's just go together? Together. You guys want to do the battle song before we leave again, or no? No, no. Also, more? the car's probably gonna smell really bad. Why? Why? All those vegetables. We have all those vegetables that's <sighs> been sitting in there all this time. Oh, it's been How many like days passed? Three or four it's, days. It's been like four. I, th- I want to say. <laughs> I look over to and the And the heat's been beating down on that car. But may- but maybe they dried out. Maybe they're like vegetable chips. I don't think they did. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think that happened Ooh. either. I mean, it's a good thing they're in the trunk. Do press digitation work on smell? I sure hope so, but I don't have that. Maybe. Hey, guys! <laughs> Eric, you want to take one last group activity? So you guys go try to get... Uh, one of them to uh, go help, just just in case. Um, Bobby will go, Bobby will agree to that. Go. We all hop in the back of the truck. We make them give us a ride to the car. Sure. <laughs> Shit. Watch our car be sitting on bricks. <laughs> um, you guys, they drive all the way to the front gates as they get open for you. As you see, one of uh, your guys is a. Uh, uh, Barrett's vehicle, which has the spare tire on it, because... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Fuck. Uh, Barrett's like, I forgot about this. Give me a second. <laughs> as he starts uh, changing it, as it, it smells rank, these vegetables, like, on the heat and everything like that, ended up kind of getting... Because it was, like, enclosed, the moisture, everything, it just was not pretty. As um, Bobby... And Bobby were doing the press digitation around it to try to clean it all up. As like Baby looks like he's still like trying to relax after like the encounter that he had with the um, guy. As uh, the Hoofanger just fucking around and they everything all gets gets all fixed up. As it is uh, 3B Rock and the Hoofang and Tyrell uh, all looking at you guys like, oh, see Bobby go, oh, I guess this is it. 
Yeah. Not a goodbye, just uh. What do you, you say, Cletus? See you later, man. Yeah. Don't spend all that gold in one place. I literally have to. It's one piece. Cash it in. Go oh. to the bank. Okay. And then you can use some. Cut it up. Okay. With the cleaver. Yeah, don't do that. Also, please what? let us know where you guys are going to be at because I need to send money to Ida. Uh, Ida. And Baby's like, I'll talk to you guys about it later. Uh, okay. Sure. Um, do you guys have... Oh, yeah. I pull out my bag and I start breaking open this plastic. Mm -hmm. And I start programming the number of my other burner in this burner. And I throw a burner over to Bobby as he grabs it. Intercept it. All you got to do is hold one. Okay. And it'll call me. All right. Yep. See you guys later. As the four of you get into uh, the Baird's car. And Can we give him Baird's gem cell number just in case? Baird doesn't have a gem cell. He's just been using pink chalk. Uh, yeah, we got it how we got it, bro. Okay, then we use it. <laughs> uh, I got two more burners left in the bag. As uh, Barrett pulls out, as you guys start driving onto the road, as you see uh, 3B Rock and Hu Fang waving in the distance, as you see like Ida rushing out as to catch up and just start waving to you guys as well. Bye. As Bye. we say goodbye to Guava Falls. This was fun. <laughs> Bye, Guava Falls. And that's where I'll end the session. Damn, we should have put the whole tree in a in a uh, bag of holding. Damn, we could have did that. Got one branch in there, probably. I didn't want to be this person. I didn't want to be like, yo, Ida, we did help like uncover the murder of your dead, uh, your dead fiance. I should get this back for with free, his, right? With this weird love affair with fucking... <laughs> In all reality, I mean, like, let's be real, right? You could have took Ida out in their shop and nobody would have ever known or blamed you and you could have just took her bag. It's D&D. &D. I understand. No, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't condone it, but like... It you you could have just let the done. stage crumble on top of her and then take the bag, uh, take the loot afterwards. Donald never done that. Donald <laughs> Give me the loot! <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was our first big uh, story arc saga. Fuck. There's yeah, so cool. much shit. Yeah, a lot of so, shit. So, with a dragon... Does it make us dragon princes? No. No? It makes, it makes us dragon dummies. <laughs> we're like stuff... We're like plushy yeah, dragons. We're about, I'm about to be heated when I see Jazz. I'm like, yo, you said... Hey. We said forever. You ain't left out this little secret. Hey, we got dragon powers. <laughs> you can just say that? You can just sleep, slide yeah. that in? Yeah. All right, well, um, it's been fun, guys, but I think that's the it for the session. But before that, plugs. Does anyone have them? You can follow me on Twitter at Chappie underscore C-O-K. I look forward to hearing from you guys. And uh, that was Guava Falls. You can follow me at Osokuma underscore C-O-K. And also follow Clash underscore of underscore Crits with a K on anything. You can follow me on Twitter at Droppa, Droppa underscore crit with a K. And also, can you please check out a social and culture podcast called Journey to More with Jatia and David James. Thank you. And my name is Psycho. You can follow me at XYCH0COK. Um, I'd also like to plug in Hybrid Punk to do some of the music that we do. 
for these uh, episodes. And um, yeah, big uh, big episode twenty, guys. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that being said, I will see you guys next episode. Bye. Traffic dragons. Can't comprehend what happened this session. Traffic dragons. I had to leave my band behind. Traffic dragons. Who fang rock gonna kill that bitch? Traffic dragons. And now the cleat bleep. We've been working all day and it's time to play. Jump off the tractor, slide in the truck just to get a little faster to the cleat. Heading to the streets, moving our feet, grab all your friends to buy around again. It's a cleat. It's a cleat. Me, me, and Mau Mau, maybe even Paw Paw. Grab your girl if you know her, cause we're gonna show her it's, it's the cleat. The cleat Got folks in their cells ringing their bells, and all of the creatures are shaking their features yes. to the cleat. This was a Clash of Crits podcast, theme song done by Shanovis, with additional music done by Hybrid Park. If you enjoyed our show, please give us a rating. See you in the next episode.